When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy 4th of July. Today, we celebrate our independence. As Americans and as Indiana sports fans, we're going to celebrate our independence from a number of forces that have exerted their will against us over the last few years. And we're going to do it with joy, and we're going to do it with enthusiasm. That's what we do. This is Breakfast with Kent. For the 4th of July, 2022, we're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Call 765-610-8809. You got a plumbing problem? Jared Johnson's got a plumbing solution. You marry the two together, and holy cow, do you have a beautiful business and a better and safer home for yourselves. Uh, You know what? Smash that subscribe button. Ring the like. Hey, likes, how about 180? How about 176 today? For 1776, 4th of July, 1776, the day of America's declared independence from England. What a wonderful day that was. We're coming up on, wow, 250 years almost. What are we at? 246 years. Phenomenal. All right, let's talk about sports. We're going to declare our independence and have declared our independence from a number of forces, as I said that have led to our dissatisfaction as sports fans in central Indiana. And chief among them, we declared our independence from Carson Wentz as the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts as he was traded to the Washington Commanders for a third-round pick and then another third-round pick, which could be upgraded to a second-round pick if Wentz plays a similar number of snaps to what he played last year or what he needed to play last year to upgrade the pick that the Eagles got from the Colts from a second-round pick to a first-round pick. Carson Wentz declaring independence from him for a number of things. One, bad decisions. Two, selfish decisions. Three, arrogance. Uh, Four, left-handed shovel passes for interceptions, uh, which were part and parcel of the bad decisions. Ignoring a wide-open Naheem Hines on many, many, many occasions, and somehow an undiagnosed foot injury dating back to high school that robbed him of virtually his entire training camp last year, setting back his ability to kind of sync with the offense and get the Colts off to a good start. As a result, they started 1-4, and four, they fought back, got to 9-6, and six, and then dropped the last two to go 9-8 and eight and miss the playoffs. Um, he also made a decision with the vaccine that put into doubt whether he was going to be available for the Colts on a week-to-week basis because of COVID protocols put in place by the NFL. It's not about the COVID. It's about the protocols. It's not about the vaccine. It's about the protocols. I keep telling you, it's not anti-vax or pro-vax. It's about the protocols and whether you're going to be able to work week-to-week and put your team in a position to win games. Some guys, 
they made that sacrifice. That, or they did the right thing, depending on their perspective, and, and protected themselves and loved ones from a, uh, from a virus. So there you go. Um, Malcolm Brogdon. The city of Indianapolis has declared its independence for Malcolm Brogdon, who is shipped to the Boston Celtics for Daniel Tice and uh, uh, Neesmith, Aaron Neesmith, and a first-round pick and a bunch of guys. 12-passenger van coming from Boston to Indianapolis with virtually everybody who was a non-rotational player for the Celtics last year, plus a first-round pick that is going to likely wind up in the 20s. Malcolm Brogdon was a guy who missed three or 81, 81 games over the last three years. That's damn near a full season. That is a lot of basketball to miss for a team that's paying you 20 to $22 million a year. Uh, and the variety of injuries was maybe the most, the, the deepest in the history of the National Basketball Association. Wrist, back, ankle, knee, head, from head to toe. Malcolm Brogdon hurt everything that you can hurt in order to miss those 81 games. He came here, coming off, he came off a season with the Milwaukee Bucks prior to being traded here, where he was one of the very few guys in NBA history to post a 50-40-90 season. That's 50% from the field, 40% from beyond the arc, and 90% from the line. With the Pacers, he never achieved any of those three standards in any of the three seasons <clears throat> that he played here with the Pacers. Played very well in Milwaukee. Looked like a guy who was going to come here and really be something, and it turned out he was a whole bunch of nothing. And the Pacers, every single year that he was here, degraded a little bit. Uh, we declare our independence from Matt Eberflus, who's the defensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Eberflus is the pioneer in NFL history of this defensive philosophy to extend opponents' offensive drives by allowing first downs with a soft zone so you increase the number of opportunities that your defense has to generate a turnover. I've never seen it before. I hope I never see it again, at least not with the Colts. Bears fans, they're going to have to find... <laughs> find a way to embrace it, and I don't think they're going to embrace it. This is what Eberflus would do. Third and eight, set everybody back 12. Give them the first down and try to keep the defense on the field because with the defense on the field, you had a better chance of generating turnovers, and the point of the defense was to do exactly that. The goal was 40 turnovers. The Colts, they generated 33. Darius Leonard, 12 of those in an awesome season. For uh, Darius Leonard, the Bears fans, they're going to have a hell of a time getting used to uh, what Matt Eberflus does. Bears fans love aggressive defense. They still hate Vince Tobin and what he did to Buddy Ryan's defense. Coming out of 85, Ryan takes a job with the Eagles as the head coach in 86. Vince Tobin elevated into the defensive coordinator spot or hired into the defensive coordinator spot. And all of a sudden, what was a wrecking machine of a defense became a, a very soft defense. Didn't allow a lot of points. In fact, allowed less points in, two, or in uh, 1986 than it did in 1985. But what was an absolute uh, thing of beauty in terms of aggression 
and in exerting will on opposing offenses became something entirely different. Bears fans, uh, they're, uh, they're going to have to get used to Matt Eberflus. We'll just put it that way. Uh, we also declare our independence from the possibility of IU flipping the dynamic that had been in place for so long. With the exception of 1987 to 1993, Indiana had really gotten used to being very good in basketball and really not good in football. That had gone on forever and ever and ever. Those six or seven years, they were good at both. Switch flipped in 19 and 20 to football being good, basketball not being so good at all. Now we're getting back to what has been sort of the historic footprint and, and DNA of Indiana athletics, and that is football sucking. They're coming off an 0-9 season uh, for the football team under Tom Allen, and basketball went to its first NCAA tournament in several years since 2016. They won the play-in game, lost the opening round game to St. Mary's, but now they're on the precipice of doing some really interesting things with Indiana basketball. Mike Woodson has put together a really, really good recruiting class. Most of the guys you wanted to come back are back. Some of the other guys, they have transferred out, but when you've got Xavier Johnson and Malik Renault and Tamar Bates, Jordan Geronimo, Race Thompson, um, you know, uh, Jalen Hood Shafino, Trace Jackson Davis, you got a team that's going to be hell on the rest of the Big Ten, and that's a really good thing for Indiana. I can deal with Indiana football sucking if Indiana basketball is good. If they both suck simultaneously, that makes for a long fall and winter. This is going to be a good year for Indiana basketball, and it looks like football is going to be a train wreck. We'll see. Hope for the best, fear the worst. This is what we have done with Indiana football since Harry Gonzo led the Hoosiers to the 1967 Rose Bowl, right? Um, the work is, is not done. We need to declare further independence from a number of people and things. One of those people, Miles Turner. Miles Turner's got to be traded by the Pacers. Miles Turner has missed a lot of games himself. He has missed 65 games over the last two seasons. He is a relentless 13-7 and seven guy as a starting center. He's kind of a stretch five who doesn't shoot the ball all that well. Block shots, he does that. He is a good rim protector, but there's very little that goes with it that would lead you to believe that he's going to help the Pacers get over the hump, even at the young age of 26. Only 26 years old, he's still got value. He's going to be dealt and the Pacers are going to get a return for him. And that's a good thing. Also, we are going to declare our immediate independence. In fact, we probably did this last year as Indiana basketball fans over Purdue's dominance. Purdue has won 13 of the last 15 matchups between those two storied franchises. And that has got to end. And it did last year with a split against Purdue in two Really highly contested games. Indiana wins the game in Bloomington. Purdue wins the game in West Lafayette. Indiana took a step forward this offseason. Purdue 
probably took a step back, but when you've got Kaufman Wren and you've got First and you've got guys like that who are ready to ascend to a position of value within that program, Purdue isn't going to be bad. Purdue isn't going to be as good as they were, but Purdue isn't going to be bad. Indiana is going to be really, really good. So there is your Independence Day schedule, uh, <clears throat> your Independence Day uh, breakfast with Kent. It's a little bit late today. It's what we do. We normally do this at about 8 o'clock every morning. We look forward to it every day, sharing some uh, wit and wisdom about Indiana sports. And I hope that you have a safe. We had a lot of fireworks going on here last night. I, and this is, I guess, you know, the wisdom of age. I see kids running around and fireworks being set off all over the place. And all I think is, wow, I hope all of these kids are okay. So stay safe. Keep your kids safe. Keep the fireworks pointed away from children. Have a great day. Enjoy this. It's uh, looks like the weather's nice. A little bit hot today, but that's cool. That's nice. Hot weather on a holiday is cool. Nice. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? The great Dion Levingston celebrating a birthday runs things at Radio One. The Emmis family of radio stations in Indianapolis will fall under his umbrella here. We like Dion. Dion couple of times has worked for Emmis in the past. I always liked Dion. Dion was very, very nice to my son. Always appreciated Dion. Uh, Brian Brinkworth, happy birthday. The great Paul Madden, happy birthday. The great Chris Bavender, celebrating a birthday. Uh, the great Ke Craig Kelly, celebrating a birthday. Craig Kelly had the most difficult job in the history of sports media relations when he was the media relations czar with the Indianapolis Colts because he got yelled at every single morning by Bill Polian, who told him how he was failing at his job and failing in his need to control Indianapolis media. It's not the job of the media relations are to control media, but to help media and to tell the stories of the franchise through the media. And Craig did a fine job at that, despite what Bill Polian thought. Julie Lowry also celebrating her birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. We're back at it. Maybe we're reporting on a Miles Turner trade. If that happens, of course, we'll have that news first. Buttons at once on the, on the YouTube channel where news always comes first. We'll talk to you a little bit later today or... Tomorrow morning, can't wait.